Welcome to 15 Minutes to Wellness by the American Council on Exercise. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, the ACE Senior Fitness Consultant for Behavioral Sciences and your host for this series. My goal today and for every podcast in our series is to discuss some small steps you can take to help you better your life and find happiness through optimal health. In each of these podcasts, I'll be interviewing a leading health and fitness expert, someone who's making a difference and who can make a difference in your life. I also want to welcome the hundreds of thousands of folks searching for positive ways to make fitness and nutrition a part of their daily, hectic, busy, tight, and budgeted lives. Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, the Senior Consultant for Behavioral Sciences for the American Council on Exercise, with another 15 minutes for your wellness. We're actually at the IDEA Fitness Conference in Anaheim, where I had the pleasure of meeting with Dr. Len Kravitz. Uh, Dr. Kravitz and I are presenting tomorrow morning, actually, about health coaching. Dr. Kravitz, thanks so much for joining us. It's wonderful to be here today. Uh, Tell us about your actual formal title. You're a professor and you're one of the biggest uh, exercise physiology specialists in the nation. Tell us your title. Well, I'm an associate professor of exercise science at the University of New Mexico. I'm a researcher there. I'm very, very prolific in writing. I write for a number of the different professional journals. I do a line of research on energy expenditure, look a lot at carbohydrate and fat burning during exercise, total calorie burning. I'm really focused on weight management for individuals and research ways that they can use all of this science to benefit their their weight management goals. And I also enjoy teaching. I teach exercise physiology. You are one of the, uh, I think, nation's finest teachers. When you lecture, even I can understand it. (laughs) And You know, you are such a joy to be with. I wish everyone could see your stylish uh, 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 clothing that you always wear with your uh, bolo tie. Uh, You're a legend and an icon, and I'm I'm delighted to be able to have some time to chat with you. I want to know, what do you think today, with all of the confusing information about weight loss, weight management, what are some of the key things that people need to know about weight management today? But one of the greatest messages to begin with is that the small steps approach will work. I always like to tell anyone I work with on weight management, my philosophy, inch by inch, it's a cinch. Yard by yard, it's much too hard. Oh, we have to say that again. Inch Inch by by inch, inch, it's a cinch. Yard by yard, it's much too hard. Wow, okay, and that's an example of Dr. Kravitz at your best, I love this. So what does that mean to the person who's listening saying, oh my goodness, I have tried everything, it's not working? First and foremost, a lot of people jump way too fast, too hard, too much, too soon. And I start people which is moving, I don't even get them doing exercise, but initially I just get them off their seat, moving. Wait, wait, so you're saying uh, that just moving is acceptable? Absolutely. There's research out there with the sedentary populations that just inspired them to move during the day where they actually burned an extra five 
hundred calories just by moving, and that's not by exercising. Right. A lot of people don't want to exercise. Exercise is work. Exercise is hard. Moving is easy. Everyone can move. It's just you have to move a little bit more often. Now, t- tell us about your famous stand up, sit down, stand up, and reverse. Absolutely. There's only one way to stand up and one way to sit down. And when you're sitting, listeners at home, if you're sitting with me right now, you would stand up, sit down, stand up, and then move on your merry way. Then when you're ready to sit down, you would go sit down, stand up, and sit down. And one of my students calculated if she did this throughout her waking day and added that one extra, we call it squat, sitting and standing, she would do 10,000 extra squats in the course of a year. Wow, 10,000 squats in a year. Now, the average person thinks, I can't squat. I can't do anything like that. It's impossible. Without even thinking about it, you've just done 10,000. That is so true. And that's why this small steps approach works. Add little ways of moving into your daily life with this sitting and standing. I call it Kravitz style. It's the only way. Now you've done, you've actually done research on people doing the Groucho walk too. Absolutely. Tell us about that. So everybody hopefully remembers there was a famous comedian, Groucho Marx, who kind of used to walk in kind of a, a hutch crutched manner. And research shows if you kind of like walk and just bend your legs a little bit more, so it kind of goes like a down, down, up, up, down, down, up, up, you burn 15% more calories. And if you run that way, you burn 50% more calories. 50% more calories. 50% more calories just by doing a little bit more of a down, down, up, up, down, down, up, up. And you do this at home, and even so no one's laughing at you, right? So you, you have so many of these wonderful ideas where Absolutely. people do not have to think about going on a diet. Absolutely not. I, I am a fan and advocate of healthy eating. Stay away from those simple sugars. Eat more complex carbohydrates from whole wheat and good pastas and good fruits and veggies. Stay away from those saturated fats, those fried foods and the sugars and ice cream and think what's best for my heart. That's what I always tell people. When you go to eat and sit down, ask yourself, what's best for my heart? And then you're really following a healthy lifestyle, and that's what it's all about. What do you think about the fact that some people are talking today about that? I I don't have a choice. I cannot afford all those fancy foods that Dr. Kravis and everyone is talking about. We had on uh, um, uh, David Katz, as a, a podcast person, he talked about some of these difficulties that folks are having. What are you, what's your take on that? I can't afford these. I can't buy all this organic stuff. Without a doubt, keep it simple. There's not that much research saying that organic is that much better than the fresh. And fresh fruits, fresh, fresh vegetables. I always look for something, you know, that's, I, I think, you know, grown, plant-based, and then for those of us that have meats, something that has very little 
saturated fat. They're very little fat. For example, now what does that mean? Someone says, what, what's good meat? Well, you know, I have to be honest with you. I, I'm a real, real um, chicken eater. I love chicken. I never eat it fried. You know, I always like it either barbecued, baked, you know, or in some, some different type of manner. But I love chicken because it's very little fat. Um, if I choose, you know, a, a lunch meat, maybe I'll choose like a, a turkey. Turkey, chicken for lunch, yeah. that kind of thing. So you're not a red meat eater. Not a red meat eater. A white meat eater. And then the other thing, I love fish. So I love tuna. I love tuna. Mm -hmm. and so so that's a, it's an easy way for someone to remember. Stay away from the red, go with the white. Go with the white. Okay. Go, always, that's my philosophy. Yeah. Stay, away from the way, stay away from the red, go with the white. Yeah. What do you think about some of the diet? I don't, I don't want to like talk negative about these diets that are out there, but what do you think about some of these uh, buy this food diet plan or those types of things? Do you think that that makes a real difference? Well, I'll tell you a little story. A very, very, very interesting man told me, and I won't say the name of the diet, he, he was meeting with me one-on-one on a consultation, and he said, I lost 50 pounds on this particular diet. And then he paused for a minute and said, I gained it all back. <laughs> right. And that tells it all. In all my 30 years of working with people, diets are fatally flawed. They're not lifestyles. They're very, very, very eccentric ways of approaching weight loss that no one can maintain or should maintain. Mm -hmm. And so I always go for the healthy lifestyle. How can you, what, what is your thought about promoting that lifestyle when people have this belief I, it's great for these guys to be talking about this I, I they have no idea I've got kids my husband is sick on my job I'm taking a subway to get to work this is I can't do all that what do you say to that person I always say inch by inch it's a cinch with diet just like with exercise just start easy maybe at first drink one less soda. The average American drinks 400 calories a day of just soda. Just soda. Drink one less soda. That's 100 calories right there. Then I say maybe when you're ready, inch by inch, it's a cinch. The next thing is drink water more than soda. And now you're down to 200 calories of soda a day. Uh -huh. Then I say, what about all those fried foods you're eating? Is there a way that you could find something that you enjoy that's not fried? And so they're part of the process, but I always like them make the decision how much they're going to modify. But it's always step by step. I, I say the best way to go is baby steps. People um, here at the uh, fitness convention that we're at, the Idea Fitness, there's 12,000 trainers here. Talk a little bit, a bit to the trainer. What, how can the trainer help the average person who's coming in and saying, I want to tone up, shape up, get in shape, uh, you know, get my bikini body or whatever it may be. What, do you, what, what, do you ha what advice do you have for trainers? Trainers in the world, you really need a, a multi-factor approach with the weight loss goals. First and foremost, healthy lifestyle with, with the, the eating. Get plenty of sleep, seven to eight hours, so that the body's getting rest and recovery. Then it, it's, it's really multifactorial. Make sure you're starting to do resistance training. It could be just body weight resistance training, but work those muscles. They're the metabolically active machines on the human body. Secondly, you gotta move, cardiovascular exercise. You've got to move where it feels like a brisk pace. So, so, you, so you're saying that from the perspective of the client, the client should expect the trainer to do some resistance training as well as cardio. Absolutely. Now, a big controversy. Which is more important? 
you know, I always say 50-50 wins the, wins the race. Without a doubt, the musculoskeletal health is incredible, but your heart health is equally as important. You can't live life with one and not the other. And uh, what do you think people ought to be eating before they work out? I'm all about low glycemic type of carbohydrates with a little protein. So translate that to, uh, you know, Normal talk. What is low glycemic? Well, if you go to, yeah, go to a search engine and type in low glycemic, you're going to see there are some fruits and vegetables that don't elevate insulin very much. See, insulin keeps you from burning fat during your exercise, so you want to keep insulin levels low. So there's thousands of food to choose from that are kind of like low glycemic. You know, foods, even like a little peanut butter on, on a cracker would give you protein. It would give you a, enough you know, carbohydrate to do the, the actual exercise you're doing, but it wouldn't spike your insulin levels. And then whammo, you're going to be more, burning more fat. And during a workout, what should the average person who's watching weight be? Should they have these protein bars, protein shakes? They're, they're proliferating. They're all over the place. During, during the workout, just water. Stay with water. Don't need anything. You just need to stay hydrated. Don't need anything, any supplement. Um, unless you're doing like a real exhaustive, long workout, then you need a sports drink. But no, no, no uh, nothing beats water during the workout. During the workout. What's your thoughts about after the workout? Well, after workout, if you want to burn more fat, once again, the low glycemic carbohydrates. If you want to build more muscle, high glycemic carbohydrates. A lot of people talk about BMI, body mass index. It seems to be the average way that the average person is, is measuring him or herself. My BMI is this, and I know I should get... BMI, is it still the, the leading edge for assessing No, people? BMI is kilograms in, in body weight divided by height in meters squared, and it's a wonderful marker. We have these very, very big studies with thousands of people where they measure BMI, and they're able to do these correlations where they say people with a high BMI above 30 have maybe an association with certain diseases. So it's great for us researchers but it really is not an indicator of how much fat and muscle you and I have, but it's wonderful for us researchers. I have to ask you, you're in great shape. What do you do for yourself to keep active? And well, my philosophy is this, is when I wake up, I just have like a very little snack and then I do my workout immediately. See, I, I don't give myself an option. When I wake up, I have to work out. There's no other option. Uh -huh. Because if I begin work, I'll be so engrossed with my writing, with all my professor research activities, I'll never get that workout in. So there's only one option when I get up, light snack and workout. Then the rest of the day, I do you know, all of my work. You travel a lot, you speak all around the world. And so did you do your workout this morning? Always. Now, Always. the only thing that's different now is not every gym or every hotel has a gym. Right. So my first walk workout is I like speed walking. So, I'm just out there walking, you know, and, and here we are in California. It was beautiful because I was walking beautiful. outside. Right. You know. Dr. Kravitz, I could go on talking with you all morning, <laughs> and I know you've got other things to do, but I really want to say thank you very much for the opportunity to spend 15 minutes with you here. You have just educated many, many of our listeners, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you on the panel tomorrow uh, as we talk about health coaching. We didn't have a chance to talk about the new integration for fitness and wellness. Do you have a, anything you can add about that real quickly? Well, we, we are growing in leaps and bounds, and I'm so happy to see that we're using technology, we're using science, we're, here, we're using behavior management modifications 
education, everything that you do. And finally, fitness or professionals are seeing that exercise in of itself is not the answer. It's an integrated approach. Right. Again, Dr. Kravitz, thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. I'd like to thank all of you listeners who've joined us today. And as always, I encourage you all to subscribe to the podcast and continue your journey to health and fitness by visiting acefit.com, where you'll find everything you need to live your most fit and healthy life. You can explore literally thousands of healthy recipes, health and fitness videos and articles, workout plans, health programs, and creative ways you can get yourself and your family moving, and really expert insight on a wide range of topics. So join me next time on 15 Minutes to Wellness, which you can find at acefit.com slash fitcasts. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, thanking you for being with us on 15 Minutes to Wellness. Wellness.